two programming notes I wanted to share with you up front. First of all, you're getting a bonus show this week in addition to this one I'm getting ready to do for you. I will not have details about that show until the look ahead near the end of it. But the second one I want to tell you about right here and now. There has been a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, most especially where the coronavirus is concerned. Next Thursday night here on the New Directions podcast, we are going to spend a lot of time talking about this. And I'm going to do everything within my power to try to bring a sense of calm about it. I realize it's not going to be an easy job. But I'm going to do what I can. And I've even put out invites to John Holt and to a friend of mine from school, Lori Reinhard Gamble, to come on with me to kind of talk about this a little bit. Hopefully Lauren Halifax could join us as well. But next Thursday is going to be a very big show about that pandemic known as the coronavirus. So be sure to be with me if you can. And I'm including some words that Fox 4's Matt Stewart posted to his Facebook page yesterday. And I'll use that during final thoughts. Be here if you can for those. But oh yeah, about the show coming up right now. For a period of time in the mid-2000s, around maybe 2007, 8, 9, I had the opportunity to play music with a gentleman named Brian Ruskin. We originally played at the Waxy O'Shea's in Shawnee before they closed, but then we later moved to a place called Winning Streaks. And this is the first place that I've talked about on this show that I have actually been to. So I'll have a personal experience to share with you along with what I believe it was in Kansas City Magazine had to start with. So we're going to take a double look at the place called Winning Streaks in Lenexa off of 87th Street. We'll do that on the other side of this break. Terry Runyon here from the New Directions podcast. I wanted to make this show as Kansas City-based as possible. And I wanted to find some sources to use to try to make this happen. One source I was able to find was in Kansas City Magazine. You hear a lot of headlines on the news. But this magazine takes those headlines scratches the surface and gives you inside details behind what you see on television and that's one of the things that I enjoy it also profiles the music scene talks about a different restaurant every month it goes into places in Kansas City that no other outlet would and I'm a big fan of this magazine for that very reason I love what, it do, what they do with this. I think the reporting is fantastic. And I invite you, the next time you're in a new, at a newsstand that has in Kansas City Magazine, to pick one up. 
you will be very glad that you did. In the mid to late 2000s, I had been able to share music nights with a gentleman who now lives near where I do in Riverside. He lives in Parkville. His name is Brian Ruskin. And there was a time that we had played together on, on I think it was Sunday nights. We had come to a bar that, matter of fact, a sports bar that nobody really knew anything about at the time. And apparently, they still don't know about it now. So, thanks to the pages of In Kansas City Magazine, I'm going to introduce you to this. The place is called Winning Streak Sports, and it reads this way. Not to drop names or anything, but Winning Streak Sports, a Granite Bridge Partners company in Lenexa, is probably one of the biggest players in sports, right up there with Nike and Under Armour. And there's also a good chance you've never heard of them, despite likely having some of their high-end sports decor and memorabilia adorning a nearby man cave, dorm room, or office. Winning Streak Sports has been around 20 years now. We found a niche in the premium home decor collectible space for sports, for sports fans around the world, says Chris Lincheski, Winning Streak Sports CEO. We're the holder of one of the most robust intellectual property assets in sports, and he's not kidding. Name a team out there in Winning Streak Sports licenses their products, including the NFL, Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, the NBA, and Major League Soccer. Heck, they've even got the lock on the U.S. Open and Indy 500 swag. With a product line a mile long, the company has seen exponential growth over the last year alone, nearly doubling their headcount at their Lenexa facility. It's not surprising, though, given how much buzzworthy digital love has been given to the company as of late. Excuse me. People take pictures of their winning streak sports products and send them to us because they're fans. That's not something you can write in a business plan, says Lincheski. They just have that much passion for their team and, of course, our product. Meanwhile, the company is running with all the social media fanfare for its one-of-a-kind pennants and banners. Their social media pages have seen a robust, robust blitzkrieg of new followers. Lencheski says it doesn't come as a big surprise. If you're a sports fan, you generally have a few hats, jerseys, or sweatshirts and art on the wall. We're the largest player in that space, he says. The company's marketing strategy and unofficial motto, own the wall, naturally. The number one winning streak sports product, you ask? Without a doubt, it's the company's prestigious heritage banner. In fact, it's the number one selling product in collectible premium space in the world. Anything called Heritage Banner has been our best-selling product probably for the last decade. But, at least for the last four years, for sure it's been the lion's share of our business, Lincheski says. And like the word air is synonymous with Nike, Winning Streak has staked its claim on anything banner-esque. From Championship Banner to Dynasty Banner to Tradition Banner, they've got the trademark on it. Winning Streak Sports even has a beloved photograph of former President Jimmy Carter with one of their heritage banners in a frame, a gift from his CIA handler. 
<clears throat> Naturally, when the Kansas City Chiefs won Super Bowl 54 in January, everybody in the company lost their minds, says Lincheski. Many employees celebrated in Miami. We were very happy the Chiefs won, what with our hometown feel, right? Many of the men and women who work at the company are season ticket holders, he says. Needless to say, production of Chiefs Super Bowl 54 heritage banners have been in overdrive ever since the win. Slowly but surely, winning streak sports will be shifting gears in the next week or so to focus on another Kansas City tradition, the Big 12 tourneys. Kansas City is a great sports town, that's self-evident, Lencheski says. KC has the best basketball fans coming in. It's a great connection. I'm sure other cities could host it, but I'm not sure other cities could bring the level of fandom. There's a rabid fan base that loves basketball. And rest assured, heritage banners from Big 12 schools will be out in full force once the tourney gets underway. The company prides itself on the sheer quality and craftsmanship of their thousand-stitch count banners. Even better, the banners have all the school's logos featured throughout through the years. It's what the customer wants and what the customer asks for, says Lincheski, a former NASCAR team owner. <coughs> Excuse me. Want an up-close and personal look at their products? You'll find them in mass at any local rally house, along with countless other sports stores. Next up for Winning Streak Sports, a substantial social media push for 2020 to ensure savvy customers know exactly who's behind their impressive product line. That's, of course, after the company gets through the Big 12 bonanza, then perhaps they'll have a chance to breathe. Maybe. People love Winning Streak Sports products, and often buy more than one at a time, which is a good problem to have, says Lincheski. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date. This was written before the coronavirus scare began. And obviously, as we all know by now, the Big 12 tournament, along with March Madness, is not going to happen. But that's another story for another time. And I'm saving that other time for next Thursday here on the New Directions podcast. What I'd like to do at this point is play you one of the songs that Brian and I had a chance to play play at a couple different occasions. I'm going to let Grandpa Jones at least start introducing it right now. <laughs> now here's Roy Clark and my friend Glenn Campbell with a fine instrument.
yet. Not yet. What you just heard was Roy and Glenn with the song that Brian and I did quite a bit between Waxy O'Shea's and Winning Streaks. The song was called Ghost Riders in the Sky. Winning Streaks, Winning Streaks Bar and Grill. Not a bad sports bar on 87th Street. When you get a chance, stop by sometime. I am going to be doing a bonus show this week, and I'm going to preview that bonus show when we come right back. I invite you, when you're on Facebook, to take advantage of my online bookstore. It's called Terry's Bookstore at Amazon West. And I have for sale online all five books that I've written. They're both in, both in paperback and in ebook form. Stadium of Royal Memories was the first one, Tales from the Road to Christmas, Climbing the Faith Ladder, A Few Random Thoughts, and my latest, Ramblings from the Radio. My bookend features are Ramblings from the Radio and A Stadium of Royal Memories. The price range of these books is between $10 and $20. I've got them available for you at Amazon.com. I invite you to stop by my bookstore, click on the book title that you want, You'll be taken next to the Amazon order page, or you can order it online. Please take advantage of this. I've got a bunch of books. I worked very, very hard over a two-year time frame to put these books together. They're all easy reads, and I think you'll have a lot of fun taking the opportunity to read these particular books. All five are available, again, in paperback form as well as in ebook. They are at Terry's Bookstore at Amazon West. They are also at my author page, Amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon. Please take advantage of these. And I think you'll find something you'll enjoy. You'll be glad you did. One of my favorite segments from Hee Haw, and this was a segment that I did not put on my original tribute to them last year were a group that called themselves the Million Dollar Band. Some of the best musicians were a part of that group. (coughs) Excuse me, Floyd Kramer on piano, Danny Davis on trumpet, Boots Randolph on, I believe it was a tenor saxophone, Roy Clark, of course, on guitar, Chad Atkins on another one, Johnny Gimble playing fiddle. Jethro Burns of Homer and Jethro fame played mandolin. There were a lot of classic instrumentals that they played at various times on Hee Haw. And for the bonus show tomorrow night, I want to feature every single one of the songs that they played. These guys brought a lot of talent to the show. They were a lot of fun to listen to, and I want to kind of relive it right along with you for our bonus show this week here on the New Directions Podcast. Join me tomorrow night. Brian Ruskin and I had a lot of fun playing the music both at Waxy O'Shea's as well as Winning Streaks. And I'm hoping to be able to 
play some more music with him sometime in the not too distant future. The man is one of the best man is one of the best musicians I have ever ever heard. Whenever you get a chance, stop by and take a look at Winning Streaks Bar and you will be very glad that you did. And with that, that's going to wind things up for the Friday edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. Reminder that we have a bonus show tomorrow night. An evening with the Million Dollar Band. Some of the best from that bunch from Hee Haw. I look forward to this and I hope you look forward to this as well. See you on the radio tomorrow night. Until then, Find myself in the church